0: Welcome to The Authors' Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Aki Arima. She's from the University of Bremen. She has two co-authors, Jan Arima and Jörg Freiling. They published together an article entitled The Injection of Resources by Transnational Entrepreneurs Towards a Model of the Early Evolution of an Entrepreneurial Ecosystem. This article has been published in the volume thirty-three, num- issue number one and two of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Aki, welcome to our
1: podcast. Thank this- you very much for this great opportunity.
0: As a starter, can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer with your paper?
1: So, um, starting with our research motivation, when you look at um, prominent entrepreneur ecosystem worldwide, such as Silicon Valley and Berlin, then you can observe the strong presence of entrepreneurs with foreign nationalities and migration backgrounds. Um, And it was very interesting for me because I wanted to investigate an entrepreneur ecosystem, and my research background was um, migration entrepreneurship. And transnational entrepreneurs have unique resources. We understand them as um, migrant individuals who who move from one country to another, um, conducting transnational business activities um, while maintaining um, their business-related um, linkage to their home and host countries simultaneously. So, um, they, by doing such transnational business activities, um, they have unique resources such as social networks embedded in different contexts and different locations or flexible cognitive um, capacities to identify idiosyncratic um, entrepreneurial opportunities. and. Um, their entrepreneurial competencies and resources um, are essential um, to the early evolution of an entrepreneurial ecosystem. Recently, um, we see that policymakers worldwide have been showing increasing interest in learning how to um, build a thriving entrepreneurial ecosystem in their own regions. And for them, it's also interesting to see that um, transnational entrepreneurs uh, have unique resources that are important for the ecosystem development. So in that sense our research was driven by the question can regional policymakers actually import them, so transnational entrepreneurs and their resources artificially with political instruments to their local entrepreneurial ecosystems? As for a uh, literature gap, um, there is an emerging scholarly conversations about um, ecosystem evolution. Saying that uh, we should consider entrepreneur ecosystem as naturally evolving system rather than capturing um, it as a static picture, static sta- snapshot. And um, however, the prevailing approach in this conversation is to understand the entrepreneur ecosystem's evolution as a kind of um, a process with different stages, and they try to describe um, characteristics of different evolutionary phases. So what we don't know is uh, what exactly is happening between different evolutionary stages. And uh, we particularly wanted to understand um, the, what happens to um, from nascent entrepreneurial ecosystem to a more mature entrepreneurial ecosystem. And nascent entrepreneurial ecosystem, um, which is the uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem in, the, in its early evolutionary stage, um, is characterized by the low level of connectivity and the limited amount of um, and heterogeneity of resources embedded in, in local startup community and institutions. So, um, in other words, uh, we know little about which resources can be injected to a nascent entrepreneurial system and how they can be intertwined with given institutional ecosystem conditions to create momentum. To the early development of ecosystem, and then um, it was a kind of coincidence um, that we found a very unique case, uh, which is the Santiago entrepreneur ecosystem, and particularly its political instrument, Startup Chile, and startup and uh, entrepreneur ecosystem in in Santiago is called uh, Chilicon Valley, and um, well, there is uh, that this ecosystem is well known for. The fact that governmental actors have made tremendous efforts to foster a local entrepreneurial ecosystem, and Startup Chile is one of their political instruments and probably the most famous one. And I happened to learn about this unique initiative in 2015 when I um, visited uh, the country to attend the conference, and then I conducted several interviews directly with uh, with um, political. Actors, um, and I was really I found this initiative quite fascinating. So Startup Chile is offering equity-free funding and acceleration programs to attract transnational entrepreneurs to the Santiago ecosystem, and they have been they have successfully incentivized hundreds of foreign entrepreneurs coming to Santiago every year. But most of them stay only for a few months in Santiago. So We got curious about how can the Santiago Entrepreneur Ecosystem benefit from transnational entrepreneurs who are very unique but only temporarily present entrepreneurial agents. Um, Against this background, we had three research questions. The first research question is how can a region use resource injections to um, facilitate entrepreneur ecosystem dynamics by attracting transnational entrepreneurs? And the second question is, how are injected entrepreneurial resources intertwined with the institutional conditions of the ecosystem? And the third question is, how can resource injection transform an emerging entrepreneurial ecosystem into a more resilient one?
0: And that uh, brings you to uh, the main contributions. What are the main contributions you, uh, you picked out from this, uh, this research?
1: So we basically we make contribution in three distinctive um, aspects. So the first contribution is um, related to the emerging scholarly conversation on the evolution of entrepreneurial ecosystem. We offer the understandings of how a region can create the initial momentum of um, ecosystem evolution by resource injection. Paying particular attention to transnational entrepreneurs as unique types of entrepreneurial agents who possess interesting resources and who bring resources from outside the region. So in that sense, we're kind of addressing the how question, how can a region overcome obstacles specific to nassan entrepreneurial ecosystem, namely resource scarcity? And uh, the literature says that availability of rich entrepreneurial resources is a kind of prerequisite for the emergence and early evolution of entrepreneurial ecosystem. But does this mean that only regions with an abundant resources base can develop successful entrepreneurial ecosystems? Or even when regions do not initially possess such resources, um, can they build or acquire uh, resources? Um, yeah, entrepreneurial resources? So there are two mechanisms. One mechanism is resource buildings, building resources internally uh, within their own region. This requires much investment and it takes time. And the second mechanism is resource injection. And this can be more efficient than building resources from scratch in their own region. But we know little about this mechanism. So um, this was the first contribution, and the second contribution is the resource in injections um, mechanism. So we we um, we revealed a mechanism of resource injection by transnational entrepreneurs, um, and how these resources injected by transnational entrepreneurs are intertwined with given institutional ecosystem conditions to create evolutionary momentum. And by doing so, we we developed a three-step model based on our single case study. The first level is, uh, was about stimulating of early evolution of momentum, such as creating accessible entrepreneurial role model or demonstrating how to explore and exploit entrepreneurial opportunities. And These are the, the, the things that are directly related to resource injections by transnational entrepreneurs, the kind of direct impact that transnational entrepreneurs made in the region. And the second level is um, about evoking institutional changes, uh, which deal with more indirect uh, impact that transnational entrepreneurs made, such as accumulating entrepreneurial knowledge in the region or fostering entrepreneurial culture. And we also observe, for instance, building regional confidence um, that transnational entrepreneurs uh, in the initial phase made much noise, um, I mean, positive noise, obviously, and. Um, has attracted uh, um, interest from global startup communities, and that led to uh, kind of building uh, the regional confidence of, of Chilean um, in their entrepreneurial potential. The third level was um, about on the path to establishing a reg- resilient ecosystem. So the important thing is that the, the Santiago ecosystem is is a vibrant ecosystem, but not yet um, self sustaining. Um, it is still now approaching a crossroads. Um, it will either become a sustainable scale up ecosystem or it will not. Um, so, this section is presenting um, the, the Santiago ecosystem in, the, in its current forms and we discuss how it can possibly step away from dependence on governmental support based on um, our empirical evidence. And the third contribution um, is about the role of public um, accelerator as anchor tenants- and we are touching up on the uh, emerging discussions of ecosystem governance. So recent, um, in, in, uh, recently, um, there is a discussions of the ecosystem governance- and particularly Colombo and his colleagues have um, presented- two distinctive governance approach, uh, approaches. One is top-down approach, and the, the other is bottom-up dynamics. And public accelerators um, or the startup Chile that we have we observed, um, we investigated was a kind of top-down approach. Um, the, uh, what we observe is public accelerators uh, can coordinate interactions to efficiently disseminate resources and multiple the regional entrepreneurial resource base. However, um, this strong, significant, effective political measure um, can create the over-reliance of the ecosystem on on the particular actor, um, public actor. So um, our contribution is that we show um, in order to develop a resilient entrepreneur ecosystem, the form of ecosystem governance should shift from a top-down Um, approach to bottom-up dynamics and our results demonstrate that um, this subtle balance between top-down and bottom-up and the necessity of uh, for transforming ecosystem governance approaches over the course of the evolution
0: okay what was for you the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge in addressing such a question
1: so um, As for the theoretical challenge, um, the biggest theoretical challenge for us was to investigate the interplay between transnational entrepreneurs. So these are the international uh, individual entrepreneurial agents um, and who are only temporarily active in the location and local institutions and um, the institutional conditions um, of the ecosystem. So transnational entrepreneurs stay in, in Santiago only for a few months. That means that they have limited local embeddedness. So when they leave, are their resources all gone? Or what kind of interactions uh, should take place so that their resources are transformed into the regional resources? Um, so this was a kind of theoretical challenge because we it was a multiple level analysis and we needed to consider um, theoretical aspects uh, both at individual and regional levels. And the second, well, okay, so this was a theoretical challenge. And as for methodological challenges, um, we had mainly two methodological challenges. The first methodological challenge was to collect empirical data about about an entrepreneur ecosystem in a foreign context. So all the three authors are based in Germany. um, So we were not sure how open the ecosystem would be. How how would be the readiness of ecosystem stakeholders to collaborate with us for the study? So in that sense, we were we were extremely grateful that the Santiago ecosystem and particularly startup Chile community were very open to um, foreign newcomers and very collaborative with us. And. Uh, Anne- it was actually kind of unexpected methodological implications, um, but we um, kind of dived into the ecosystem without knowing many people by attending local startup events or um, visiting uh, ecosystem stakeholders. And it was kind of a simulation uh, of a path that foreign entrepreneurs would go through when they entered the local, uh, entered the, the Santiago ecosystem. And we could see how open and how friendly and how collaborative um, the ecosystem actors are. The second methodological challenge uh, was that um, we examined the impact of transnational entrepreneurs on the local institutional environment or our entrepreneur ecosystems. So it just, this point is kind of related to the theoretical challenge. but. Uh, the, it, there was a question how can we really observe that transnational entrepreneurs, um, temporarily present entrepreneurial agents, actually change something in the region? So uh, it was necessary to consider multiple perspectives um, of transnational entrepreneurs, local entrepreneurs, ecosystem actors, policymakers. And also entrepreneurship researchers to gain not only individual perspectives but also community perspectives and meta perspectives. So it was a challenge, but um in, in a sense we we had a very good condition um, because Startup Chile was a dominant actor in the Santiago entrepreneur ecosystem. That means that everyone was aware that there was a positive impact of transnational entrepreneurs brought by Startup Chile on ecosystem development. Um, so transnational entrepreneurs also made much noise um, by organizing various types of startup events in in Santiago, so that ecosystem stakeholders um, had been in touch with them. and they were all aware that there are many foreign entrepreneurs and they are making good impact on the on the region. So we were lucky because um, one ecosystem was not really huge, so that we could have an overview. And the second point was um, strong. Um, so we, the startup Chile was a strong and dominant central actor who were attracting transnational entrepreneurs. And the third point is um, the ecosystem stakeholders were really all aware of the phenomenon that we wanted to observe. So if the ecosystem were in a more mature evolutionary stage or had a larger scale. Um, such as you know, like mega cities. Um, then, examining the impact of transnational entrepreneurs of the lo- on the local entrepreneurial ecosystem would be much more challenging.
0: Okay. During the your research journey, what was your biggest surprise, or maybe the counterintuitive result you found?
1: So, um, the one thing um, that we didn't expect um, and found very interesting um, was. The strong dependency of the ecosystem on a particular anchor tenant we were not aware that the effective top-down ecosystem governance can create such a significant dependency on on the particular actor and it can also create obstacles to develop a self-sustaining ecosystem so this was something that that we were not aware of and um we we observe the strong contributions, visible contributions of Startup Chile and um, the anchor tenants and foreign entrepreneurs. Um, but this mechanism was, uh, was something that we were not aware of. Um, so, our empirical case revealed an ecosystem dilemma that um, that region cannot sustain this driving force of ecosystem evolution without entrepreneur resources artificially created by, by the anchor tenants. And this over-reliance on policy instruments creates a kind of vicious cycle, one which um, strengthens the dependency relationship and prevent the regions from transforming into a more resilient ecosystem.
0: Okay. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, or practitioners in general?
1: So the, our main uh, audience, target audience, uh, are policymakers. Um, who want to develop a thriving entrepreneur ecosystem in their own regions, um, even when they, have, uh, they do not have an abundant resource base in their own regions. And uh, we say that it's possible um, to inject resources, uh, even, even when they don't have their own resources in the in, in initial stage. Um, and political incentives can attract transnational entrepreneurs um, who can contribute to developing regional entrepreneur resources. However, um, facilitating the successful emergence of initial ecosystem dynamics by resource injection, policy- policymakers should be aware of some issues. Uh, firstly, they need to uh, incentivize a larger number of transnational entrepreneurs coming to their regions. Um, they sh- if they only invite uh, three, five, maybe ten entrepreneurs, they 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 cannot create a critical mass of resources. Um, it is not simply enough um, to create dynamics that are significant enough to change institutional uh, conditions. And the second point is uh, policymakers should offer soft landing support as well as community and networking services. Um, in our in the case that we observed, a startup city offered. Um, the uh, equity-free uh, funding, which is attractive, but still um, there is a risk involved in moving um, to a totally new location for transnational entrepreneurs. So they, there are many obstacles for them to move to a new location and get embedded in the new new uh, entrepreneur ecosystem. For, so to lower the hurdles for them, um, they need to offer such services. And the third point is transnational entrepreneurs um, should have opportunities and capacities to interact with the local community to transfer their resources. If policymakers do not offer um offer or have such a system where they the transnational entrepreneurs need to interact with the local community, then uh, they will they will spend nice time in the locations without transferring their resources into the local. Um, uh, ecosystem, and in such situations when they leave the location, then, then their resources are all gone. So um, this system, this kind of system needs to be facilitated. And finally, uh, coming back to the point uh, of ecosystem dilemma uh, that, that I uh, talked about a few minutes ago, um, developing a self-sustaining ecosystem is quite challenging because Policymakers need to judge the right moment to shift their strategic focus from uh, pure resource attraction to resource integration and to resource creation and recycling so that um, the ecosystem will create the bottom-up dynamics uh, that that will eventually make the ecosystem more sustainable and resilient.
0: Thanks a lot, Aki, for participating to our show. I invite all the people, all the listeners to check and go and read the old papers. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-erd.com and on the main platforms for podcasts. Thanks a lot and bye.